to the OTOT podcast. My name is Ali. My name is JC. I'm Alex. I'm Trakari. And today we're going to be talking about fitness in Hollywood. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So, so first off, I wanted to talk about just the the crazy transformations that we've seen over the years in like super short period of time. Like, um, I'm talking like less than two years. So, sure. I wanted to talk about um, Jonathan Major. What would you qualify as crazy? It's like super, I would say, unfit, like to really muscular. Oh. So, so like a Jonathan Majors? Yeah. Or even, um, I forget what movie it was in, but Christian Bale moving from oh. like, oh, when he went, right. he was like 90 from, pounds. From and the one machinist of, yeah. to yes. Batman Begins? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that turnaround. I think he like did that again for like some movie, right? What was it? Uh, I um, believe he went the opposite direction, right? He went like really. Yeah, he big. gained a lot of weight for yeah. um. It was um where you played Dick Cheney. Oh yes, yeah, and Vice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Vice and then back for um, Dark Knight Rises, right? Mm. Yeah. Like that. That can't be. No. Right. Can't yeah. be good for the body at all. Yeah, I think I remember reading something where he was like, oh, I'm done doing that. Like, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I but I mean, for Batman Begins, like the whole thing is uh, in. I don't know if any of you guys have watched the DVD commentary, but Christopher Nolan says that when they started filming, he told Christian Bale, he said, you overdid it. You're too big. And so they had to wait for him to cut weight again. Mm, I didn't know that. Mm. He didn't look big enough in those Batman movies to me. <laughs> I think it's because they had like the suit already like made and fitted. Mm, that's true. Yeah. And, like he got too big and it's like, damn. Yeah. All right. Okay. So crazy transformations. Yeah. So I wanted to, I know um, Alex has a prime candidate for this. Oh, for but... sure. <laughs> <laughs> But I wanted to talk about um, Jonathan Majors and transformation from that. Like, what was that one show on HBO? It's like Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. Yeah, I think it's County. Was oh, it County? No, it's Country. It's Country. Oh, okay. Man, I gotta go to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Get some glasses. <laughs> Jeez, not even that, but I think I might be dyslexic. <laughs> That's been happening a lot lately where I'm like, is this the word I think it is? Have you been mixing up your P's and D's? Hmm, Honestly, <laughs> yeah, kind of, dude. <laughs> I got to do a doctor. Um, yeah, this is transformation. No, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, what you're saying, Um, I mean, he was still like muscular in Lovecraft Country. It's not like he was skinny. Yeah, but, but he I, was not bulky. You gotta see him in the last black man in San Francisco too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's the famous picture of him, like at the premiere, where he looks like yeah. he's nothing. Yeah, he definitely yeah. isn't what he is in Creed for sure. So yeah. Oh yeah. 
do you think speaking of Creed, do you think Michael B. Jordan's kind of transformation over time kind of like it feels more like of a natural progression? Because like if you watch him like from Chronicle to Creed, at least the first Creed, then it's like it feel at least to like the untrained eye, because I know nothing about like fitness or like that type of like stuff. Does that seem like a natural progression? Sure. No, I, I believe it does. Um okay. And I mean, even like between Chronicle and Creed, he did Fantastic Four, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, in yeah which... he just called Fan Four Stick. Yes, I'm sorry, Fan Four Stick. Um, <laughs> in which he was pretty like in between physique wise, and then yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he wasn't like too jacked. Yeah, and I then I, I think his biggest transformation was for Black Panther, and then he pushed mm, even further yeah. for Creed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but yes, he also still looks like a real person. But yes, yeah, all of those, like, watching it in order, you can see the progression, and it's not incredibly fast, because those are over, what, uh, Black Panther's 2018, Fan Stick was, what, 2014, 2015? That's yeah. three years. Yeah. Creed was, or the first Creed was... 2016, I think. 2016. Chronicle was, like, early 2010s, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's yeah. a good... There's a good like eight year period where he's going from being still pretty built to just getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, that's true. I definitely think like it's no. I think you can like because if you look at like Chris Hemsworth, like a couple of months before he got announced as Thor, it's like wow, <laughs> that guy looks not huge. <laughs> yeah, or Chris Hemsworth on the behind the scenes photo of Love and Thunder that he posted on his Instagram. Where oh, yeah. the man's arms are bigger than his child. <laughs> <laughs> Let him know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's really interesting. Um, but Ali, what, what are your kind of thoughts on that? I just, um, I, I hate seeing transformations like that because I feel like it sets uh, unrealistic standards for the public. Like seeing seeing someone get that bulky after like a year or two. And, you know, like these celebrities, they have like the the time and the money to, to spend dedicated, like in the gym and eating right. But a lot of the public doesn't have that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't think finding the resources. Well, it's, it's I a think... little hmm. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that, to me at least, it's not the fact that they have this time and money to put that in there. They have the time and money. I'm fine with them being more fit than anybody else, right? It's not un it's not unrealistic to say that people who have money and personal trainers and dietitians and all that should be bigger than those who don't. I think it's those who purposefully get bigger using steroids drastically fast and then they lie about it is the biggest thing because that's setting unreal expectations mm. i remember that being kind of the big thing with that who's that one guy only eats meat um he got caught liver king? something like that yeah i remember that being the big thing with that it was like everybody was everyone kind of assumed <laughs> but it was like if he had if he'd just been honest about yeah i'm jacked up <laughs> yeah then people wouldn't have cared but yeah 
Yeah, because he's uh, he was selling something to people, which is another thing that I have against Chris Hemsworth. But we'll get to that in a moment. But yeah, Liver King mm. was selling supplements and like his lifestyle to people. Like he was selling products based on a lie yeah. of the fact of like I only use these and look as big as I am, versus the fact where he was spending like upwards of two to three thousand a month on steroids alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think the thing about him that makes it so interesting to me is because if he really wanted to sell the lie, right, he could have been like, yeah, in my past I did steroids, but I don't anymore. I've been maintaining this body style. This is what's helped me maintain this. Like, if you're going to lie, bro, at least make it a good lie. Like, come on, man. I mean, like, if we're talking specifically about Liver King, it just never made sense because, like, no one's just that big. Yeah. <laughs> no one's, yeah. like, especially just from eating meat. No, like Jordan Pete isn't Jordan wow. Peterson doing the whole only eating meat thing. He looks like he's about to die. Well, I think he's always <laughs> looked like he's about to die. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I don't think the meat did that to him. But Ali, um, from, from it's not unfair to say that you are by far the most experienced person here when it comes to fitness. Um, like by far. When you look at somebody, how what are the telltale signs for you to know if they're on steroids? If their like proportions are like slightly off, like if their head looks a lot smaller than their, their body, like what's his name, Larry Wheels, mm, he's right. he's open about his uh, steroid use, right. and it it shows honestly right um but i don't know there's like i've I've seen some people who who have claimed that they're natural and they are around as big as like helm and other bodybuilders who are like on steroids but um i think it's the amount of definition that they have and in like each muscle group there is kind of like that telltale sign for me gotcha so so it would be like just like being too well put together like hmm. maybe like, like I'm super a... cut okay right okay. yeah that i was about or... to say for me it comes down to body fat composition Okay. Because it's the, I mean, this is an extremely simplified way of explaining steroids, but the way steroids work, most of them, there's a whole bunch of steroids. The way most steroids work is it tells the body to build muscle over fat, right? Mm -hmm. And so, or to prioritize building muscle over almost anything else. And so if you see somebody who has extremely big muscles, but a really low body fat percentage, that's when you can tell, to me at least, and to like I believe a lot of the public, you can tell when someone's on steroids because it's not possible to have that much muscle and no body fat percentage. Versus looking at somebody like, one of my favorite examples is Jason Momoa or Henry Cavill, where they are very clearly natural bodybuilders because in their off season they carry around a lot of body fat Mm, but but they still have a lot of size 
like so because like my only real exposure to stuff like is at least steroids comes through like wrestling really so right. like giving that example it kind of like i think it puts a lot into puts it into perspective a lot kind of because like because you kind of see like the example i always think of when i think about steroids always like eddie guerrero it just like how crazy Not, he looked macho football. man randy savage dude eddie guerrero before he died was crazy like crazier than macho man like if, if you look at a picture of him in like 2005 like when he won the world when he won the world title it's like nuts how big he was in comparison to like in like oh, 1995 damn. yeah yeah. Are you at, yeah dude it's it's nuts like if you look at him in 1995 when it was in wcw they're like two different people it's like crazy like that transformation he made but yeah that's like my only real experience with like how steroids kind of works you know like i've always just kind of assumed it was like this crazy like transformation into like this kind of huge monster dude <laughs> you know what i'm saying gotcha. so yeah oh yeah i'm looking at pictures of eddie guerrero right now yeah dude it's crazy like before he died like veins always popping out of his shirt dude like his torso yeah. is huge <laughs> every muscle is coming out of his body it's nuts <laughs> But he was that guy, though. He was that guy. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> rest in, rest in <laughs> peace. Eddie. Now, ask you some questions about, um, like, um, Ali. I don't know if you have as much insight into like the bodybuilding world, but like, what's the when you compare how bodybuilders grow in size so drastically? Is that something that can only be done like through steroid use? No. Well. <laughs> Either way, it takes it does take time and dedication, um, but with steroid use, it's a lot faster. So I know there's a lot of people who just like are interested in bodybuilding and just like want to get into it and like win competitions and stuff. But um, I think going through it like the slow way because to to get to like mr olympian status um naturally that's gonna take probably five years of like hard work and dedication and consistency you don't consistently. think it's impossible to get on the olympia stage I, I think it's impossible without steroids i think it can be done but it just takes it's gonna take a lot of time maybe not win but this is just to get on the stage being what top 20 people is that who get on stage i i believe so i think it's 10, that's, 10? no it's 20 20 that's so interesting and 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 so like talking about that what so I, I, I like when we say bodybuilders, who who's a person of an example of so people can look it up and get a visualization? I think of Chris Bumstead. That was the that black guy, right? Chris no, Bumstead knows the... he's very white. Okay. Ronnie Coleman's the black guy, right? Yes, Ronnie yeah. Coleman, yes. Ronnie Coleman. That is a much more black person sounding name. <laughs> um, <laughs> um gosh. Like, I mean, so you like say Jay who Cutler and um, who else? I mean, Arnold is obviously when most people think of, but he hasn't competed in a very long time. None of them have. I can't think of any like new up and coming bodybuilders. 
what what was the guy's name you just said? Was starts with a J? I actually looked up Jay Cutler, and that's a quarterback. No, there's Jason another one named Jay Cutler. Look up Jay Cutler, bodybuilder. Okay. He did the famous quad stomp. Yeah. Shoot, that sounds. Oh crazy. yeah. <laughs> so, so, you, so um, you don't think there's any way to look like Jay Cutler? Natural, like it, it's just at that point impossible. Oh yeah. Yeah, to to build mass like that, yeah. I don't think there is an option other than steroids to to get like that. Mm-hmm. Do you so like? Is it like allowed for bodybuilders to be on steroids? Like, it's not. It's like a because I know like oh yeah pretty much every yeah. sport. Okay. It's like an accepted part of the. Yes, it is accepted. Um. They do have natural bodybuilding competitions in which I believe they do test, but mm. for other bodybuilding competitions, they don't test, and it's yeah. generally accepted that everyone there is on steroids. So, like, does it does a lot of come? So, like, how does quality of the steroid come into play? Does it just like it depends on what works best for you? There's a whole bunch of different okay. ways that steroids can affect people. And so I believe it comes down to really understanding your own genetics and what physical, like chemical compound will pair with your genetics best. Okay. Interesting. But so back to, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, just a question for Ali, because he's also the only one of us here in the military. I, I, I think the average person has this kind of misunderstanding of what the military does to people. I do feel like, you know, people go in and they get bigger and they grow, grow muscle mass. But, like, yeah. I, I don't think people are coming out of the military looking like, you know, Chris Hemsworth, for oh, example. No. Like, yeah, I, like, like, what is your experience with, like, fitness in the military? Um, yeah, fitness in the military, not about to dog it, but it's it's not the best right now. Um, they the military has like standards, didn't they not? Adjusted, adjusted the standards. Oh, I'm sorry, adjusted the standards <laughs> lower. <laughs> no, uh, well, if, if we're talking about the ACFT, the Army Combat Fitness Test, um, there it's still being worked on. Um, it's not in its final stage yet, and it does need a lot of work um i do believe that the standard needs to be um raised because like the minimums for each each event are extremely low that like everybody says it's extremely easy to to pass the test which it is um but if you're trying to like max the tests, it is extremely hard. Um, I haven't done it. I've gotten the closest I've got was like, okay, it's a uh, 600 points is maxing it. And the closest I've got was 500. And even that had me gassed. I was like <laughs> done for the whole day. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Fitness in the military, it it isn't where it needs to be right now. A lot of the military focuses 
just on like super long runs, which I it can be a good thing, but like in moderation, not like an every week we're running 18, 20 miles for PT in the morning type deal. And even me as like National Guard, my unit, we don't do PT together like active unit, active duty units do. So that like also brings us a step lower. Me personally, I everybody says I'm the most fit guy in our unit. And that's because like I work out every day. But that's not the case with everybody else in our unit. Um and then there's this also this um impression of the National Guard that's like we're just fat and lazy and like we can't fit in our uniforms and when I was joining the National Guard, my recruiter, he told me that and he told me like not to be that and that I'm going to see a lot of that. And I didn't believe him at first. And then I got to my first unit and I'm like, damn, these people aren't even like they're stretching out their uniforms like this is crazy. Not to not to hate on the guard. I love it. Is steroid use something that you see in the military? It is illegal. You will get oh. processed out if you're if you're caught using steroids. Like, yeah. Obviously, as somebody who knows nothing about the military, <laughs> I feel like you might want that, right? Like, just wouldn't you want someone to be like crazy, just like? No, that's um, that. You don't. You don't need that to. You don't need that to be great and you know complete the mission and to all kill that. people. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I, I know something about, like, and um, my friend Jose was telling me this when he joined the Marines, is that, like, it's a lot of about endurance and cardio because that's what comes in handy the most. Uh, yeah, you need to be able to lift a, a bag and all that, but the chances of you might need to run three miles with minimum breaks is more likely. Yeah. Right, and the more muscle mass you have, the heavier you are, and the harder and more energy um, it's going to take and be in order to move that weight yeah, yeah in worst case scenario if uh you go down you're a heavy self you have to your teammates have to carry you not only you but also your equipment and that's like like let's say 280 altogether like that's that's me low ball in it um, yeah and isn't it like, um, I think even when you look at people in special forces, they're not even that big either. Like when you're looking at like, the, what is it, 82nd Airborne and Rangers and all that, like even they are not these giant freaking looking like Conan the Barbarian type dudes. Yeah, a lot of them are, are super, they're, I want to say super lean. They're well, for the most part, well like all around like hybrid athlete body types oh. um like even you can like see like even in their um their fitness tests it's it's got a lot of running a lot of cardio in it 
and not too much uh, weightlifting. I think they do have a deadlift portion, but the standards for that, um, I think it's a little lower than the ACFT only because they are doing a lot more um, cardio and other other exercises. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, like even me, I'm I'm pretty fit, but the special forces PT test, I couldn't even get close to passing it. That's interesting. Is there like so we we we've not discussed that it's illegal to do steroids in the military. <laughs> so uh, but do people also do a lot of people come in with those unrealistic like body standards? I know that could be frustrating, especially when you're comparing yourself to people whose, um, you know, body types are just physically unachievable. Right. Oh, I yeah. get us um, back. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I want to get us back to Hollywood. And I think I've got a good transition here. Um, looking at people who play military personnel in movies, they tend to also do steroids to look bigger and look more imposing. Is that setting an unrealistic standard for the military itself? And the biggest thing that comes to mind, like immediately, is Bradley Cooper for American Sniper playing Chris Kyle. I mean, it's never confirmed whether these actors take steroids or not, but he did an incredible transformation where he put on a lot of weight and was moving a lot of uh, like really heavy weight for the movie and like over a summer, essentially. I think it, it does. Um set an unreal example because like even i'm looking at pictures of chris call right now he's not as big as he's he's around he's a little smaller than um where bradley cooper was but he's still a massive guy right. um right but i mean it's the thing to me is that i understand that these actors First and foremost, they're actors. They're not bodybuilders, right? That's the thing that needs to be established is that yeah. they are not bodybuilders. They train like them. They eat like them. But first and foremost, they are actors. And so for the fact of them to take steroids in order to play these people, I don't care. It's the fact that they lie about it is the thing that gets me the most upset. Like if Bradley Cooper did, I'm not saying he did. He could have very easily done that naturally. Who knows? But if he did take steroids... Why would he have to lie about that? Yeah, I think I mean, it's just like, the. Yeah, you can go, Holly. I think it's just the uh, stigma around um, steroids, how it like destroys your body, and how it's like bad for you. I think that's that's why people aren't as open about it, and also, I think it's. Um, maybe to protect others from using it, knowing the the bad side effects and how overusing it could hurt you. Maybe that's why they don't, they're not as open about it. I know um, I've seen interviews with some some bodybuilders who are on steroids and they say that they'll never like they're open about using steroids, but they don't disclose what steroids they're on just so right. that people won't go out and like start buying it and using it with. Right. And I think that's the thing that needs to be um, changed is the, the stigma needs to be changed. 
if people admitted to doing steroids in Hollywood, I think it would change the standards that people have in their mind. Because if they're being told that it's attainable naturally, and then these people go out there, they try, like, general audience goes out there, they start working out, they don't get those results, they're going to turn to steroids. And without knowing how unsafe it is, and knowing that they, that, these people are doing steroids safely with a team of doctors, the people that are doing it on their own can very easily injure themselves. And that's the thing that they're trying to avoid by claiming that they don't do steroids. But I think by claiming that they're not, they're just passing the blame off onto somebody else. I mean, I think a big part of it is that a lot of these guys who are doing, most of these people, well, at least most recently, we're seeing it for these superhero and well not most recently i feel like it's always been for these kind of like action hero kind of roles that are targeted to you know children usually so it's like they don't want to you know they the, the contradiction of why well, i'm playing this honest and just character but also i use drugs to look like this is something i don't think studios want to have to deal with like i think they just want to be able to say Look, Crimson's worth. He did this, and he's he just looks like Thor. Or Tom Holland just looks like a jacked Spider-Man or whatever, you know. But, so, like, I think they just don't want to have to deal with like that contradiction. Yeah, and, and I think another part of it that has always confused me is I kind of look at these older '80s and, and '90s action hero movies. But like, I think a perfect example of this would be somebody like um. Bruce Willis, if you watch the first Die Hard, he's not insanely Jack when you compare him to people like Arnold. Um, Sylvester. Yeah, and so uh, see, Sylvester's not as bad as Arnold was. Whoa, no, and Sylvester was, was like really bad on steroids. Uh, but he just didn't look as big as, as uh, Arnold did. Or I should say back then. That doesn't mean he wasn't yeah. on steroids. Like, yeah, I, I believe right. Rambo 3 was where he got to the point where, like, he had oh, to yeah. take a break afterwards because, like, he had pushed himself way too far with steroids. He was so yeah. much older at that point, and he still tried to maintain the same muscle mass he did when he did the first Rambo that, like, he significantly hurt himself. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I, I was going to say, um, I forget the name of the black guy who was in Predator. Carl Weathers? Um, the, yeah, Carl Weathers. Like, Apollo yeah. Creed? Yeah, Paul Creed, um, freaking insanely built dudes. Oh sure. If you compare, you compare that to somebody like you know Bruce Willis, who kind of like if Bruce Willis was a real NYPD cop, I would believe it. Because he's like, <laughs> he's not super insanely well built, but he's well built enough that you can tell that he works out. Right, right, and I think like people knew Arnold was on steroids when he was doing uh, Predator, when he was doing Terminator. Uh, it's just like yeah. now in the modern era. These people, to Chikari's point, they're playing superheroes who have supernatural abilities. Why is it unfair for them to say, yeah, I don't actually have these supernatural abilities. I have to use steroids to look like a god. It doesn't break the immersion for me if I learn, oh my goodness, Chris Hemsworth isn't actually uh, able to look like Thor without steroids. Well, I think like, for, for you, I don't think it would, but I think especially part of marketing these movies is selling the illusion that these guys aren't just 
they aren't just playing superheroes they are superheroes that i think that so much of that comes down to like the the appearances these guys make so much of like the marketing and just like how historically it's been presented like these you no know, these guys are like supposed to be heroes in and out of the role so they're selling the idea that like they have to they have to sell that you know they can't just say well actually i'm on drugs <laughs> you when know, do you like, think that started because like you look at Christopher Reeve and his Superman, oh, he didn't look. He didn't look like. I, I mean, guess I maybe have an unfair like a thing. Yeah, like I even if you go back to like spaghetti uh, westerns, like people have always been trying to look the best they can, like and present it as though they just right. like they just look that way. You know what I'm saying? Without right. like being honest about it. You know, it's always you know yeah, it's it's been that way through film history. You know what I'm right. saying? I think steroids. But, yeah. are just the next integration of that i know but to your point of these people are selling things you're right they are selling things and the thing about yeah. chris hemsworth with me is he's got his center app of fitness where it's his lifestyle app where the whole oh, marketing ploy that. is yeah. the whole marketing ploy is if you buy into this app and live like chris hemsworth you can look like him which is not true he is blatantly yeah. lying to people in order to make money yeah so he's preying off their weakness directly. Yeah. It's not like he's lying about them in order to play a role. He is taking money yeah. directly out of their pockets on a direct lie. Yeah. And how does that make you like, like when you talk about those broader aspects of it, like Ali, what do you, like, do you, what do you think there, is there a way to improve it? I guess is a way to form the question. Way to improve it. Like, Other than like, being I, honest, like straight up. There, I don't, I don't think there is a way. Yeah, there would have to be like a complete culture shift because, like, even somebody like Rob Mickelhenny, who was pretty much saying I was on steroids to get jacked for that one season of I Am Sunny, even he didn't directly say it. He was just like, you know, well, you know, I'm not gonna say I did it the correct way like other people, but you know, he he pretty much hinged around it, but he just didn't say it because, like, once again, these people are they're selling they're selling an idea like especially when it comes to fitness and so many people now they have this idea of fitness and being healthy being this one way like looking like lean or just like just like looking this one way so when they if they were to say like it just take an entire like culture shift i think for people to be able to say oh yeah uh i'm on steroids to play this character you know what i'm saying like it just have to change like a, the entire culture around health and fitness would have to change Right. And I, I think the way that it would have to change is the way it should change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it just takes like, I mean, like, obviously, I think obviously more actors are becoming like more like open about it. I mean, right. like I said, like majority, like I, my, my biggest introduction to like body and health and stuff was wrestling. And so many wrestlers now are just like, yeah, dude, I was on steroids all throughout the nineties. And like even now, like it's become not less of an issue, but I think more wrestlers now are like, oh yeah, dude, I'm jacked up. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm looking right. crazy, bro, to do this front flip. So I think it's like slowly changing, but like even then wrestling is like this kind of niche thing where steroids have historically been this like problem they've had to address. Whereas with Hollywood, not that steroids have been a problem in Hollywood that they've had to address, but like there's never been like a Chris Benoit situation or like an Eddie Guerrero situation, or at least to that magnitude that I know of for Hollywood, where it's been like, okay, you guys have to like figure this out before more people get hurt. You know what I'm saying? One thing for me, at least is like, you're like, you were saying that these people 
aren't open because they don't want to deal with the like fallout of it. The thing for yeah. me is thinking of someone like immediately come to mind was Alan Richson, who mm-hmm. was just in Fast 10 and he just did yeah. the series Reacher on um, Prime yeah. Video. He is a huge dude. And for Reacher, he said he put on almost 35 pounds of muscle. And then he quickly specified with steroids. And I think that mm. for me was a much better approach to it because I don't blame him for it. Yeah. And, I mean, like, if you're playing and now that he's come out and straight up said that he's on steroids, nothing's come out against him. Yeah. He's still getting roles. He's going back for Reacher season two. It's just, he's yeah. like, it wasn't possible for me to put on 35 pounds of muscle without steroids. Yeah. I just think that so many of these, like, not that Alan, because I think he's becoming kind of a big deal. Well, he's always been kind of a well-known guy, but like, I feel like for, you know, Marvel actors, once again, it's just like this kind of thing where it's like, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't, it's like, yeah, you're just, you're playing a superhero, you know what I'm saying? So like, like if, if Alan Richard, if Alan, how do you say it? Richson? Richson. Valak Richson had played like Shazam, because I remember that was like the big fan cast before Zachary Levy got it. Right. Would he have still been, would he have still just openly said, oh yeah, I did steroids? I'm or sure, is it because yeah. he's like on like smaller productions, he feels more comfortable saying, oh yeah, I'm on, I'm on steroids. Or at least he's not the lead in a big franchise where it's like, where he's playing a superhero. We could be like, okay, I'm doing steroids. So that's only, that's my, my I think it's, up, I think it would have been no matter what. Cause I mean, He's a big, um, like, uh, Christian and, like, oh, advocator okay. for, like, Christ. And I think that's just, like, the person he is to be, like, I can't lie to these people. And okay, so, okay. I, I don't know. We don't know for certain, obviously, because it didn't yeah. happen. But yeah. personally, I don't think he would have um, mm. just hit it. Which yeah, that makes good. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And then I want to bring up the other point. Um, on the opposite end, which is other people blatantly saying, like, I will not do steroids, an example being Robert Pattinson for the Batman. He specifically said, I will not do steroids to meet this body standard for Batman. I'm going to play him the way I think he should. And I think that the movie was just as good. If uh, it, it, it was better that he didn't do steroids. Well, I, I think, especially in that movie, he was within this realistic especially the way they depict Batman in that movie, he was a very realistic interpretation of that character as well. So, like, when you see him as this kind of, like, not super scrawny, but scrawnier dude, it would make sense for him to be, like, hiding in the shadows. Like, mm-hmm. I, I cannot believe Ben Affleck, who frequently was shaking the ground when he stepped forward, <laughs> was hiding in the shadows. Like, yeah. like I cannot believe that. But I, I think it really worked for Robert Pattinson. For Ollie. So, like, because kind of in reference to Robert Pattinson, do you think, like, when you can, for, for like, a film, when you're watching an, a guy who's, like, very clearly, like, on steroids versus, like, someone like Robert Pattinson who's not, do you think it, like, takes you out of it? Or is it just, like, oh, like, it's just, like, well, whatever type of deal for you? Uh, it, it does. Especially, like, a character like Batman who has to be nimble and agile. If you're... Yeah. If you're big as Ben Affleck, like that's that <laughs> was huge. Oh my god, dude, I'm looking at gigantic. Yeah, dude, and especially like looking at um, just like even your imagination of like what Batman, like how he moves. Yeah, it's it 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 does take me out of it. 
Right. Okay. I'm telling you, Arkham Batman w- would walk into a building and he'd be like three feet taller than everybody else and shaking the whole ground when he walked in the room. I, if I was a goon, I would want to fight Arkham Batman or Snap. I give up. I give up. But like superheroes like um, that are like big in comics, like uh, Superman or Shazam, yeah. okay. I, I'm not it's saying like that the actors should be on steroids because I don't yeah. think anybody should. But it doesn't take me out. I do have a question for that because I know we were talking about that this this morning, but um, David Cornswit, who was just recently announced as the new pick for Superman, I made the joke saying if I was cast as Superman, I wouldn't leave the gym until the day we started shooting. But I would not blame him if he did steroids. Like, I, like I'm saying, the whole thing yeah. is I don't blame these people for doing steroids. Superman yeah, be should be massive. He should be, he should be sub like superhuman. But if he somehow went from how he is today to being comic accurate by the time they start shooting, that's another drastic transformation. And I hope if he did do steroids, he comes out and says that he did. No, he's just gonna be on that one chicken breast to asparagus diet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so like this chicken yeah. and rice exactly let him know man <laughs> that's all about him <laughs> but i did want to speaking of like how it like affects our perception of like taking it in and out wolverine where it's like he's five three he's not like he is jack in the comic book well i guess it depends on the artist but like you know he's still he's a pretty in-shape guy and then you have hugh jackman who's like isn't him Jack like six foot something? Yeah. Like super shredded. Do you think like is that like an exception to that? Or cause that's always what I think about when I hear that when I think about that. Because like Hugh Jackman re- like physically is not a lot like, you know, Wolverine in the comics. Right. So right. how does that is that like kind of just the exception or is that like still, Are you like, asking kind of whether or not you think he's on steroids? No, just like if it's kind of how like Ollie was talking about, like if it takes you if it takes you out of it when like if Batman's like this Jack dude or whatever, we I mean they're supposed to be nimble in the comic book. So Jack still like apply for like Wolverine, or uh, Jackman's Wolverine at least. Me, me personally, not really. Only because I, growing up, I didn't really read Wolverine mm-hmm. in comics. I, okay. I think the first time I saw Wolverine was in a movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I grew up with sure. Hugh yeah. Jackman. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. But even okay. going through and reading Wolverine comics, he is supposed to be a brawler. That's true. That's true. And so having a I, physique yeah. like Ben Affleck did for Batman when he played Batman like a brawler, I think worked for yeah. the character. But That's true. Yeah. Yeah. In regards to that, I've always found like, I never understood why Spider-Man had to be Jack. Because like, I feel like in every, I feel like outside of Andrew Garfield, there's always like, at least like one scene where they show Spider-Man without a shirt off looking ripped. But I've never understood why Spider-Man needs to be ripped though. Like Spider-Man like he's ripped. I, was, I don't feel like he's he's got the strength of a, a proportional strength of a spider. And so he needs to look yeah, like he's got true. it, you know. I've always kind of felt like with Spider-Man though, like I always and, and like you said, he is Jack McConnell. I've always thought it would be like kind of cool like if he just like is super strong. Like that like, like I think like it kind of highlights the like strangeness of a bit like he's just like this skinny kid 
who's like sure. super strong. Sure. I've always liked that. And that's kind of like what I enjoyed about Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield was still like in shape for the role, obviously, but it, he wasn't like, he wasn't, he didn't look like Tom Holland or at least um, Tobey Maguire did when they were playing Spider-Man. Right, right. But I mean, even they looked fairly normal with clothes on, right? Yeah, that's true. It's that's only true. when they had that shirtless scene where you're like, oh, they're ripped. Yeah, yeah. And to kind of speak to that, I, I think a part of the whole Spider-Man thing too is and this has always been something I've noticed, but if, if, if for people our age and people older who grew up on the '90s Spider-Man show, yeah. Peter Parker was ripped. Like, oh sure, yeah. it was so, it was so much. It was so funny actually because Peter Parker had more muscles than Spider-Man did, um, but he <laughs> was, you know, he was gigantic. Um, right. So it's I think a lot of that also has to come with when you're talking about superheroes. They're always comparing themselves to animated characters or, um, you know, these um, comic books, which is, um, oh, my gosh, what is it called? Heroic Proportions. Mm, And um, and illustrators, like, I think that's what the, the term is in the illustration world. And it's just so interesting because I feel like it, it, it does take me out of it when a character is not gigantic. And I, like, I think for all of us here, you guys have seen the, the what is it called? The Avengers game when it came out, right? And everybody was complaining that the characters looked weird. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with skins before they took the game offline that kind of really changed the way the characters looked to make them look more like their comic book counterparts. And I'm like, okay, now this is why I like, it looked weird because freaking was it Captain America's lateral muscles weren't big enough. Right. I do think like that kind of overall just ties into like kind of what I was talking about, how like overall we need to change what like as a society, how we view like, like, like obviously super being in shape is not like something I'm against, like obviously, but like super, like every superhero doesn't need to be like, this jacked menace to society type character, you know, like Iron Tony Stark doesn't need to be jacked. He doesn't need to be ripped. Like in the first Iron Man movie, when he's like that one where he's building the suit in the cave, and you can see like <laughs> Rob Jones' muscles busting out the suit, and I'm like, does Tony Stark need to be like a super jacked dude? Like he, I, I don't think that's the appeal of that character. But like, yeah, I just think like yeah, just overall shift of how he. I agree. Like I agree. Um, Ali, I know you had a lot of stuff written down in your notebook. What else do you have? Oh. Um, eating disorders and um, like body dysmorphia. Okay. Um, I know there's like a lot of there's a lot of people in general who like don't like the way that they look in the mirror. I'm one of them. Like everybody says, I'm like super jacked, and I. There's some days where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm that guy. But there's a lot of days where I'm like, damn, I'm I'm nothing. And that's I think it's partly because like on like TikTok and Instagram, I'm I'm following like these huge power lifters and they're like moving incredible weight and I'm just like struggling with like two hundred pounds or something. Which is isn't like I know that's like nothing to I mean, yeah, that alone is an incredible feat itself. And it's realizing how far you've come and 
realizing that they themselves, the people that you're watching, they had to start somewhere too, right? Yeah. You're just along the same journey they are, just not as far. Yeah. They're only posting this stuff because they put five, ten years already in to get to this until they felt comfortable posting this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's that's something with me. Like, um, like when I started my my uh, fitness account, Buff Bailey, y'all should follow. Um, <laughs> um, somebody said that I should I should post like a progression video type thing, like a video of like or pictures when I was younger, and I was trying to find some pictures. Like I never took pictures when I was younger, just because like. I didn't feel comfortable enough with my body. Right. So you wish you did? Yeah, kind of. Okay. But also, like, I don't want to see, I don't want to see that. So I'm like, I'm still in that mindset. I don't know. Right. Well, there's nothing we can do to change the past, but we can't change the future. Are you taking pictures now? Yeah. Yeah, Well, I, the days that I remember, yeah. Gotcha. (laughs) Oh. You think about it, in a year or two, you're going to look back at the pictures you're taking now and realize how far you've come, right? Mm-hmm. Right yeah. now, you think that you've come a long way from where you started, but you're going to see that as long as you keep training and keep pushing yourself, which I know you are, you're going to get so much further ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I also wanted to touch on... Um, eating disorders okay. um because I've, I've know i know we've all heard stories about models um like eating cotton balls dipped in orange juice to like keep their figures mm-hmm. and stuff that was the first time i heard of that yeah i never <laughs> heard of that really no well they like they do crazy stuff like that yeah i usually hear about like like how you said eating disorders in relation to models it's usually something i feel like i see i'm sure obviously they're male people who male like models actors whatever they go through but i feel like it's something that i hear a lot more in regards to like female entertainers and that stuff of that nature mm-hmm. right just trying to like chase that like super skinny figure and that is it's more generally it's not for men to be bigger than women yeah that's true yeah it's just like yeah, it's just like interesting how much like entertainment has perpetuated this like standard of what like be like regardless of like I'm just speaking generally, not like specific about any gender, but just like what beauty is. Like I think back to something like America's Next Top Model and how like that show was a hit for years, and it was just like Tyra Banks and like three other people just like tearing these girls apart for like just like mostly uncontrollable things like like it, it was just crazy it's just like see how like and like obviously once again i think this is something where we progress as a society and can look back and be like that wasn't okay but it's just crazy how like entertainment has created this view of what health and beauty is and how that's been a standard for such a long time and it's only till like at least i feel like very recently this idea of like you don't have to be that has started to really pop up but yeah like that's just what i think about when you when you bring that up yeah it's because if you think about what influences people it's people are influenced by what they want right so 
they see magazines and going back to like they see people in like television shows and magazines and they see these people who have success and they think if i want to have success i have to look like these people i have to do what they're doing and so that's where it all starts you know yeah it's definitely like kind of like cyclical in that way i think and so you're saying that we need to be as a society highlighting those who don't look like the standard and are still successful yeah i mean and i think i think we're getting better at that i mean like once again i don't want to make it seem like it's a bad thing to be in shape or to be and like how you said if you're doing steroids like i feel like that's fine just being like just being honest about like how hard that process well not how unsafe that process yeah, yeah how, how unsafe that process can be but like i think generally like you know i look at someone like what's her name barbie ferreira and euphoria um i look at like even like eric andre eric andre's gone through a lot of different body transformations for the eric andre show you know there's just so many like well, celebrities out comedic there. effect yeah but i mean still i i, I, I mean at least he's, I still he's trying to look his worst yeah <laughs> Yeah. I think he's looking pretty good now. Oh yeah, for season five, he was like, "I'm getting super in shape." He like got his teeth super whitened. <laughs> he's doing some crazy <laughs> shit, bro. But yeah, I just think there's so many like entertainers out there who like are kind of breaking that mold. And then, like, I don't think we should highlight them. Just I think we should obviously highlight them because they're talented. But I think them being outside of what this we've been presented to as like the traditional like the like Brando type like celebrity that we've had for like so long like i think it's like i think it's good to see i think it'd be how i think it helps a lot of people be like okay i can be comfortable like with what i am you know what i'm saying so that's how i feel about it i, I totally agree ali you have any thoughts? I do. oh yeah yeah I feel, I, feel, I feel the same way i concur okay Jason, i also concur okay I know, I know Alex <laughs> waiting to talk about one man. <laughs> I have been waiting. My, my white whale is proving yeah. that Kumail Nanjiani is on steroids. Yes, let, him, let him know, man. <laughs> I, and like, I do have something to say, say about, can we, can I just, oh, course, I'll let you course. introduce. No, no, no. Say what you like to say. I saw it because we talked about this other day, how like the rock wasn't on steroids. I think I said the rock wasn't on steroids when he was wrestling, but I saw something the other day where apparently the rock was like, when he when he was like eighteen or nineteen, he was like, "I was doing steroids," but then I never did them again. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He touched them once and decided to never do it again. Right? Apparently yeah. It just, in, it just uh, molded it just, into his uh, body. And stayed in his system, which is yeah. like crazy. Because once again, if you go to eighties, nineties wrestling when The Rock came up, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold. All those guys, there's no way. The only guy who wasn't on steroids in the 90s was Mick Foley. <laughs> and he was getting thrown off steel cages. <laughs> so, like, the, the Rock being like, yeah, I quit is nuts. But, but yeah, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. No, no, I, I appreciate that. But, yeah, Kumail Nagiani, it's, oh, he's also somebody who I don't, hmm, uh, very similar to what you're saying about Jonathan Majors. He went from being extremely skinny on the show Silicon Valley to being really, really built for the Marvel movie Eternals. And then he's continued to get bigger, like substantially bigger in shorter periods of time. And there's no way that he's doing that without steroids. And yeah. 
one of the things is I saw this video where he did his workout on for men's health. And part of it was the stupid um, electrical stimulus thing that's been scientifically like studied and proven to not work. But he did this is whole thing. thing. Huh? Is that the little like ab thing? Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah. But you put it on like all of your muscles in order to contract them. Oh, okay. um, yeah. it sends an electric impulse to the muscle, which does, like, for what it's saying, it does. Technically, it does work. It sends an electric impulse, which contracts the muscle. Um, but for him to say that he has been using that in order to electrically stimulate all of his muscles at the same time as he's working out, and the same thing that it, Tom Holland said the same thing. Of like these things that um, they've been doing in order to get like superhero jacked in yeah. super short periods of time, despite the fact that there have been studies which like yes, sending an electrical current to your muscle does contract them, but it's not the same as actually working out. And so for him to go out there and be like, "This is what I do," and I don't know if he gets paid for it or what, but mm -hmm. he was really really pushing hard that uh, that whole electrical stimulus training. In order to be like, yeah, this is how I gained so much muscle so quickly. And I think that's super disingenuous. Yeah. And dangerous on top oh, of that. Oh, yes, and dangerous. Yeah, um, I mean, like, I just think, like, it's just like, I'm like, because so much of these guys, like, kind of with the same way you're talking about the Crim Tensworth thing, like, so many of these guys not only are they selling trying to sell the role they're playing they're trying to then use their bodies to sell like a um to sell like an item <laughs> you know something right. like if you right. eat this thing or if you use this like specific device or do this specific workout or workout with this specific trainer you you can you can get like this man oh you mean anything the rock touches <laughs> you let him know man <laughs> talk that shit alex <laughs> From his Zoa energy to his Terramana tequila, anything you eat or drink that's been blessed by the rock will get you jacked. Yeah, bro. Dude, I listen to Moana every time I go to the gym. I'm looking fit. <laughs> bro, Zoa tastes like ass. I'm sorry. I'm, actually, no, I'm not sorry. It, it tastes like ass. It does. Let it him know. Let him know, man. Bad. It tastes How very bad. How does his uh, tequila taste? Have you I've, even I've tried, tried it? I haven't, it's, it's, I haven't it's, tried it. It's all right. It's all right. It's yeah, but yeah. it's like one of the fastest selling tequilas because The Rock touched it, yeah. and now, yeah. oh, it's so great now. The Rock is kind of like Jesus. When he christens something, it becomes more powerful. You could have. I don't that. know, man. Not anymore. People are kind of losing. The Rock is kind of losing that appeal he used to have, man. What? Well, because he'd be lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After Black Adam, bro, everybody was like, "Man, we don't even really like you like that for real." <laughs> Black Adam yeah, I mean, and the I, XFL. Yeah. I mean, even all the stuff with the Fast and the Furious franchise. But, like, I just think, like, how much of, like... I, I, I think The Rock's fitness, it's, like, kind of this, like, symbol for, like, the fakeness of The Rock that I've always kind of... I feel like, I feel like we've always seen it, but it's only until recently people have been like, hey, something's off about The Rock. But I feel like... And obviously, and obviously being in shape, once again, I feel like I just want to keep reading. Being in shape is not bad, but like the way the rock presents himself is this like, you know, seven, four, what is it? Four bucks in my pocket type thing. Like, yeah, you know, and like, bucks. I just, yeah, seven bucks and I just made it work. And like, there's something like just disingenuous about the rock. And I think yeah. 
his physique kind of like is a symbolic sure. of that like disingenuousness that I that I feel like a lot of people get from The Rock now. You know what I'm saying? And his There's like undying hatred for Vin Diesel. Well, no, he squashed the beef. He said that. Yeah, That's sure. What he says, but really, what he said is, I squashed. <laughs> I need more money. He said, "XFL <laughs> lost me millions of dollars. I need money." <laughs> AK yeah. is a franchise that was supposed to kick off. didn't work. So I'm going back. <laughs> but yeah, it's like how's the shot isn't even that bad of a movie, though, to be honest. Well, okay, answer me this. Why is he going back to do a Hobbs movie? Why can't it be Hobbs and Shaw, too? He can't share the screen anymore. It has to be no, just him. Because he got outacted. Wasn't he having problems with Jason Statham, too? Wasn't, I remember reading somewhere. Wasn't I there like. Know. There wasn't I, there. I, didn't, I hear. Everybody he works with has a problem with them for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, he's an, I ego, remember, he's an ego maniac, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think me and Alex were talking about this, but if you like look at pretty much his entire wrestling career, his first stint acting career, and then going back to wrestling, like the only character that works for him that has consistently worked is The Rock. Oh yeah. And when oh, he can't sure. be The Rock in his movies, it's like, you know, I think that's why Kevin Hart. It's such a good like um foil for is it foil or yes. yeah it's a foil. yeah foil yeah. for him because the rock Kevin Hart can't be the rock like physically <laughs> like he can't be the rock in like any sense sure. but sure. when you have someone like Vin Diesel who I think it's fair to say Vin Diesel has like star power when you have someone who can match that star power that he has or even overtake it don't give him the like in the power bro yeah <laughs> no, saving but yeah Ryan's like, pretty good. <laughs> Let <me know. laughs> but hey, yeah like whatever. the rock just feels like threatened and i think so much of that stems from how the wrestling world works where it's like you always have to be looking out for yourself because somebody might be trying to take your spot you know what i'm saying like that's like the constant theme through especially throughout 90s wrestling where it's like someone's coming for your spot so you have to stay on top always you know right. what i'm saying so right. no, I, I feel like I, yeah. so much of that like yeah it reflects the rock's yeah. career i get that all right, we have gone, I believe it's just about an hour now. Um, Ali, what you got left? Let's knock this out. Oh, that's that's it. That's it? Yeah, right. we talk anything else you want to talk about? Nothing, something you didn't have written down? No, I feel like we've gone long enough already. <laughs> we've gone on long enough, everybody. <laughs> it's time. All right, Jason, <laughs> Tukari, anything, you, anything you got to say? Um, Varrock sucks, and I would be a much better actor than him. Um, <laughs> in fact, I am a better actor than him. Just on The Rock and like his movies, because like well, The Rock's career is so like interesting. Like even putting oh, yeah. wrestling aside, like because I don't think The Rock has even be before he became The Rock in his movies. Like Gridiron Gang is good. Um, I like uh the game plan. I like the rundown and like, uh, like but yeah, either way. I, I said, I'm watching that watching, but as a kid, I remember being like, Oh, the rocks in it. And he's a tooth fairy. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's fairly good. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Like he, his kids movies weren't like terrible, but yeah, either way, like just like, yeah, yeah. we I just can do a whole episode. Maybe we will. Yeah. But, but just like, that's not your body and stuff. Yeah. Accept your body, love yourself and like all that jazz. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. right. That's right. Perfect. Oh. Follow follow Buff Bailey on Instagram. Yeah, love now. <laughs> follow my man's. All right, Ali, you ready to close this out? All right, all right. Thanks everyone for listening. 
Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OTOTPod. And next week, we'll be discussing Zack Snyder, all things Zack Snyder. Oh boy. And yeah. 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 <laughs> Let me talk to you. <laughs> Jay-Z! <laughs> 